Big Fluff. Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. Hi, this is Wayne Moore, and you're listening to Hobo Radio. And now, your host, miniature dog enthusiast, Joel Murphy. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And today I am catching up with our friend Lane Moore. Now, uh, Lane is a, a writer, a comedian, singer, uh, really just multifaceted, multi talented personality who uh, is always delightful to talk to. Uh, I interviewed her twice last year, once about her show Tender Live, and then uh, again when her book How to Be Alone came out, and uh, I I wanted to follow up with her because she has the fifth anniversary of Tender Live coming up this Friday, and it seemed like a good time to to check in. Uh, You know, the last time I talked to her, the book was about to come out now it's out in the world and and so uh it seemed like the perfect time to catch up and uh and see what's been going on with lane so without further ado please enjoy No, I, I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, Tender Live, the fifth anniversary show, is coming up this week. Uh, so how how was that going? How are you feeling leading up to it? Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so excited. You know what's funny? I'm so busy and overwhelmed right now by everything in my life that I keep kind of forgetting it's happening this week. <laughs> and I have to keep going, man, man. Fifth anniversary. It's this week. You're going to pick up a cake. Do you think your awful is going to be there? Every time I get really depressed this week, I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Fifth anniversary. Friday. Jeannie Garofalo. You. Me. It's going to be the best thing ever. It's going to be a room full of people, a packed house celebrating a show you created. It's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, you have to show up. Like, don't don't forget and not be there. That, that wouldn't be good. I know. I totally won't. There's just like, yeah, there's just so much going on. And it's like, yeah, it's. It's a weird time where it's like so many things in my life are shifting and wonderful things are happening and things are falling away. It's just a weird, you know, I think a lot of people have that period. I feel like that's a very real period. I've never had it this extreme, but where it's just like everything in your life is changing and you know it's just for the best, but it feels awful. (laughs) 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 Yeah, and that's that's the part they don't cover in the movies and everything, (laughs) you know, they usually try to wrap everything up. Yeah. They don't, and it's just like you know, you're just yeah. It's so it's it's weird, but I, I'm amidst the chaos of of everything I've got to do and all the stuff on my to do list. I'm just like, uh-uh, don't miss this. Do not fast forward to this. <laughs> this is big. This 
we're in. All right. Well, important question to follow up on something you just said. Uh, this cake, what can you tell me about it? <laughs> like, <laughs> just sheet cake or like, you know, fifth anniversary? Like, what, uh -huh. what are you doing? So I have a bunch of food allergies. So this is a, this is a cake that uh, is accommodating to those. And I swear it tastes good. Um, New York City is great for that. If you're just like, oh, I need a vegan gluten-free cake. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, they can do it and do it really well. And so, um, yeah, last year I got myself a cake. Um, one of the weirdest things I think about producing a comedy show by yourself is that you don't have anybody to, like, I would watch people's comedy shows and they'd be like, we've been doing it for a year. We're going to do this whole thing. And I was like, huh, it never occurred to me to, like, indulge that and really celebrate this thing that I created. And, and that's huge. So last year at the fourth anniversary I got a cake that said, like, happy fourth anniversary to her live. And I was like, I'm going to get a cake. Why? Is this for me? It's the people. Like, who cares? What, what, you know? And I was just like, no. Yeah, that's exactly what you're going to do. Because that's what people do. But, like, <laughs> I just grew up with, like, just nothing and just didn't have any of that supportive stuff. So I'm still kind of trying to teach myself, like, yeah, you get if nobody else is going to get you a cake, you get yourself a fucking cake. <laughs> Uh, are you someone that, uh, with it being the fifth anniversary, do, does that like a time for you to reflect? Do you start thinking back on the last five years? Yeah. Is, this, is this our 10 anniversary? Which, which, which one is the, the weird medal to celebrate? Um, <laughs> I, yeah, for sure. Like five feels like a big deal. Um, I, I think, I think that's really rare if you look at, you know, I didn't, I didn't even think about it that way until a friend of mine who's a comedy producer was like, dude, most comedy shows, like, go for, like, a year, maybe three. But, like, very few comedy shows like this are really around this long and really thriving. And, you know, have been, and I was like, oh. <laughs> like, it was, you know, it's easy to just kind of lose sight of that. Like, that is really special. I've been doing this show for five years, and it's, like, bigger than ever. And I tour with it. Like, this is, this, this actually is a big deal. Because, you know, I don't know, you just... You have your own limited frame of reference, but then you kind of look around and you're like, yeah, no, this is special. Okay, cool. So, you know, I am, I also can't believe it's been five years. It sounds so cliche, but it's just like, you know, you can and you can't in the, in the same way with any passage of time. Yeah, I feel like, too, you know, New York, uh, obviously being a city that there are not a lot, you know, there, there's no shortage of options for... Uh, totally. Yeah, so the fact that, like, you're still you know, drawing crowds and people still want to see it after five years is for sure. Like, that's a big deal. Well, I think that's the other thing. I remember, you know, you know, and, and being about such a specific thing, you know, like there was the, there was the chance that Tinder suddenly wouldn't be that popular anymore or, you know, whatever it was. And I always justified it as like, well, some Apple tickets place and I'll do it with that or whatever. I just was, that was never really a strong concern to me. But I think I did, there had been a fear that was just like, oh, what if people are just like done? Because, because exactly like I'm in New York City or any of the cities that I go to, it's like, there's a lot of options, but especially in New York City. So every time it would, you know, I get put in a like best comedy shows in New York City this week and best comedy shows in New York City. I'm like, what? Because, you know, it's just, there's so many options. So I'm really, really, really grateful that. I've heard from so many people who they come every single month and they're just like ravenous. And I'm like, Oh, that's the dream. And I love them. <laughs> like, 
you know, uh, my friend just told me, um, we just met, we'd like been Twitter mutual for a long time. And then we met at a party and she was like, girl. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) And he was like, dude, she's like, Oh my gosh. She's like, my director is like obsessed with you. Like he, um, just started, uh, dating again after his divorce. And he like, um, he took his first date with this girl to Tinder live. And now he and this girl are like really happy together and they come every month. And I was like, what? Like, I just, these stories are so incredible. Like this show has a life of its own and I'm sure there are way more. I've heard that people have met their partners at Tinder live shows. Like, it's just crazy. Like I'm still discovering these things and it's, Really, really amazing. It's yeah. I still, the impact I, is incredible. I so I'm hoping for like a Tinder Live baby to end up like eventually someone meets at your you show. No, yeah. statistically in five years there may already be one. <laughs> I feel like that's the ultimate milestone. Like you know they name the kid Lane. Like I think. Like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, I also. Oh my- like I, I'm weirdly like I I hope that your show outlives Tinder and it becomes like a Kleenex thing where you still call it Tinder Live, but that's just become, uh, you know, like like be- people don't even know that was a dating app. They just it now becomes the common word for date. You know what I mean? Like that would be awesome. That would be, yes, yes, that'd be so that'd be so awesome. That'd be so good. Yeah, man. I mean, my. My plans for it are, are really big. It's, it's, I, I loved in the beginning, there were so many people who were saying that Tinder Live is like, um, uh, a, a, a writer said that Tinder Live is like this version, this uh, generation's version of the dating game. And I was like, exactly. Like, that's exactly how I see it. I see it as like, um, you know, it's because we don't have that. Like, this generation doesn't have that at all. Um, you know, we're just we're just playing it on our own in our own nightmares. Say, <laughs> but you know we don't have that staple and tinder live is totally that and that's because i was so influenced by those shows growing up not the dating game but um you know like blind date and um next and all those like i grew up watching all those and i have like an instagram that's um i don't know if you knew this but um it's called Hotties of MTV's Next, and it's like <laughs> I spent like a year. I, I, found, I stumbled upon a episodes on my DVR, and I recorded them all, and like went through painstakingly and like took screen caps of the best profiles that I thought because they're not all that great. They're not all great. A lot of them you're just like whatever, and then some you're like, oh yes, we will be using James. <laughs> <laughs> so all this stuff is just really steeped in who I am as a person. Both my love of this, I think. I'm trying to remember. Was Blind Date? Was that the one where the they'd pop up stuff on the screen? Like there would yes. be, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. That was like really big for me. It was yeah, and they they showed it at like two in the morning, and I yeah. was up until like five a.m. as a kid. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, that show was so good. <laughs> I, but is that is that an interest of yours? Like, if uh, someone approached you, like, would you want to transfer Tender Live to a TV show? Oh, friend, that is a huge goal. That is, well, that's always been the goal. I'm not the goal, but that's always been a goal. Yeah, absolutely. That's something that's, that I'm trying to, trying to make happen. So yeah, cause that'd be great. 
Yeah, no, it, I mean, it, it feels... It's crazy to me that it hasn't happened sooner, to be honest, you know? Yeah, and I, I even feel, even from just, like, a cynical standpoint of, like, I don't know, you've already been doing it for five years. It would, like, if you were looking for content for a TV show, it you just point cameras at the thing that already happens, you know? Like, it, it feels like a... Exactly. Totally. Like, that's, that's, a, that's, you know, that's definitely something I've been working on for a long time because, oh, it would just be the best. And I, you know, <laughs> it's something I've, I've thought a lot about. And, you know, it's like, that's one of my biggest goals. I want to have my own TV show. I've always have and, you know, want to be a showrunner and all those things. Like, that's, that's always been right up there. And yeah, so that's, that's the goal. It's like, it's time. We don't have anything like that. And, you know, yeah, that'd be great. Have you ever looked into like uh, more, you know, new media stuff like streaming or, or anything like that? Like any kind of like streaming a video of it on the Internet or anything? Or? So um, I get asked that a lot. Like, can you stream it? And I'm like, well, this is my livelihood. So unless <laughs> there's a way to like have people pay for the streaming, um, which I don't know if there is it's not anything I've like had time to look into, but um Unless there's a way for that, I would rather not do that. Because the thing is, it's like, I understand why people say that. And I love that they say it because it means that some people want to see it, which is another indicator that it should be on TV. <laughs> um, but, uh, but also, like, I tour the country with it. So it's like, I always just say to those people, I'm just like, dude, talk to your, talk to your colleges. Talk to, you know, your, like, local comedy bookers. Like, talk to these people. Because that's really it. I always... You know, it's 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 frustrating. People are like, come here, and I'm like, I will go anywhere as long as somebody pays me money to come there. <laughs> uh, no, but you I know? I but I also yeah, I for sure meant people should pay to watch the stream. I didn't mean just like give it away. Like, oh yeah, yeah. well I I didn't know if it's like paid streaming exists. I don't know how to set that up. It is one of those things where it's like, yeah, I would do that if there was a way. That I just it's like that's just something I don't know anything about, and there's just certain things that like. Yeah, I don't know. If you know if you know a way to do that in a way that's like not crazy expensive, then yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I I've also done no research on this. I just know that like uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know Harmontown has a live stream. Like so I know there are uh you know, podcasts and stuff that have like live video streams. So it does exist, but I can't help you with it. So Yeah, I don't know how to like how like that's monetized and how you pay to get into that gate. I don't know. Yeah. So it's like it's, yeah, but in all of your free time, if you <laughs> look into this, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I'm like, oh, that's the thing, man. I mean, honestly, like, if the people who you know who like at me on Twitter and are like, can you live stream us? If they at replied me with like, can you live stream us? Here's this platform. Here's how much it costs. Here's a price point. <laughs> like, it happened, but it's just like I'm just one person, you know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Beyonce level yet where it's like I have 5,000 people working for me and I can make that happen, you know? Someday. Someday. Yep. Yep. We're working there. Uh, well, speaking of getting to Beyonce level, the, so the last time I talked to you, uh, your book was about to come out and uh, now it, it's out in the world. And so I was just kind of curious, you know, how does that feel? Like, how has it been uh, that, you know, people are reading it? Yeah. Um, it's been, it's been a lot of things. <laughs> I have, you know, I have so many, I have so many, I have a lot of feelings about it, but 
the largest feeling that I have about it is that it's incredible. You know, when I when I talked to you about it, I was very nervous about what people would think and if they'd understand and if they get it and if I would just be perceived as this um I guess I guess that people aren't I guess that people aren't aware. The book is called How to Be Alone and, you know, I it's I write a lot about loneliness and being on my own my whole life. Um, cause I have been, and I was really, yeah, I was really scared. I was really scared to, to put it out there. And it's just like, what if I'm the only one who's ever felt this way? And then just had to tell myself, well, you already wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I get hundreds of people every day on different social media platforms, like DMing me and being like, I thought I was the only one in the world who was like this. And you've made me realize that I'm not. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's one of the biggest reasons I wrote it. <laughs> yeah, is because I wanted my I wanted to take my fears, take that leap, jump off that you know jump jump out of that airplane, so that other people didn't have to. I guess you know because it's it's scary. I I, I think that's why those letters mean so much to me because they're people who I think are just as terrified as I, you know, as I was about like, Oh, what if someone judges me? I'm not like other people, all these, you know, all those fears. And I took all those thoughts and was like, I'm going to put them out there. If I'm the only one who feels like this and everybody thinks I'm too sad or whatever they think, then okay. But I, this is how I feel. I've never seen anybody talk about this. Here we go. And so now to see some people be like, me too, me too, me too. (laughs) is so surreal. Yeah. I do want to tell you my wife, um, her therapist told her like she's been working through some stuff and like one of her things was that she needed to cry and she read your book pretty much in one sitting and uh, like loved it and was very moved by it. And uh, like, yeah, like she's been talking about it. She read it this week and has been talking to me a lot about it. Uh, so that's been really amazing to see as well. That makes me so, that, it's like, I don't even, that's so amazing. Like, that's just incredible. I don't even know. It's just awesome. I mean, that's the, that's the one thing that kept me going through writing it because writing it was awful. And I hate when people say like, oh yeah, writing a book is hard. And I'm like, please stop talking to me. Um, (laughs) Writing a book is hard. But like when you're writing, like until you write a book like this, until you write a book about things like this, that are this personal, this painful, this traumatic, please don't compare the two to like me writing a book about puppies. Um, But the one thing that, that really kept me going was the idea of exactly what you just said, the idea of someone of really, really meaning something to even one person. So now that I know, you know, then the book went number one and the audiobook is still number one, I think. And, um, you know, just that it's really, truly means something to so many people is, yeah, is incredible. That's exactly what I dreamed. (laughs) Yeah, and I, I would imagine like what made it so scary to come out is exactly what's so rewarding now is like you're talking about totally, something yeah. that hasn't been talked about. So yeah, the by definition you don't know how that will be received. But yeah, no, I, I'm exactly. like yeah, I'm ridiculously happy for you to like you know get to get that feedback and I don't know like it's cool for for me to see as well just like your Instagram when you repost the the stuff and everything like no it, it's very cool. Thanks. Yeah, it's 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 really really tremendous, and it's funny because whenever somebody tags me in something about the book, I'm always like, "Oh, what's it going to be?" And it's always like, "This book means more to me than anything I've ever read in my life." And I'm like, "Why am I?" So-? And I know why I'm. 
for one. But I'm just always afraid. I'm like always just like, oh, what is it? And it's like, uh, I don't know, the most incredible compliment you've ever heard. And it's always like that. Like why? But, you know, it's getting used to good things happening to you when, when you're just – you've had a lot of the other and you're, you're getting used to like, Oh, it's safe and people get it. People love it. It's good. Well, uh, speaking yeah. of good things happening, I do, before I let you go, I definitely want to mention that your band, uh, it was romance is getting ready to do a pretty big show. I figure you want to also mention that. Yeah. I'm, I'm hence, hence why I haven't been able to look up the live stream yet. Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, my band, It Was Romance, um, we're playing a showcase at South by Southwest. I'm really, really, really excited. It's a, that's, that's, you know, lifelong dream. Like, playing music festivals, that's, and South by Southwest is... That's the yeah, one. That's a big one. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. So, I'm really, really excited. Um, yeah, we're working on, we have a new album coming out this year, and I also have a solo project a music solo project that's coming out soon too. So in the next couple months, hopefully, um, yeah, you'll have a, a ton of new music to listen to, but yeah, I'm excited. It's, um, March 15th at cheer up Charlie's, which I've been told is incredible. Everyone has been like, that place is the best. And I'm like, okay, good, 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 good. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, so I'm really, I'm really excited to do it. Um, yeah, we're going to play some of the songs that are going to be, uh, on the new album and it'll be the first time that uh, we've played them and that anyone's heard them so that feels, feels appropriate for South by Southwest to do something that special awesome yeah no that's really cool um, well is there is there anything else I didn't touch on that you want to mention or I don't think so I think that's I think that's 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 all of the things at this juncture <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then, you know, Laymore will also be seen napping at some point in 2019. <laughs> yes, please, please for do. For upwards of 18 hours. Uh, oh, well, did you, did we mention, like, how to get tickets to uh, Tender Live? Did we? Oh, no, we did not. Um, so, uh, yeah, um, tickets for the Tender Live 5th anniversary um, are on uh, Littlefield NYC. I think is the is the website. They're also on my website, LaneMoore.org. Um, and I also, yeah, I tour with it a lot. So there's a at Tinder Live Instagram, and mine is at Hello Lane Moore. Um, so yeah, if you want me to come to your city, please do it. I love doing it. And then the band is at It Was Romance Bands. And are there tickets for the South by Southwest thing? Like, is that? Yes, um, I I think so. It's like I think it's with your just included. I think so. I think that's how that works. Um, yeah, and so uh, that show starts at eight, and that's yeah Friday the fifteenth. Yeah, so next yeah whenever whenever this is airing, it's after that. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Well, uh, it's always delightful to talk to you. And uh, yeah, it's very exciting. Congratulations on the fifth anniversary. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so excited. I I accidentally wrote um, 45th anniversary when I was <laughs> typing. Like, I can see it. <laughs> yeah, it's for, forward thinking. That's all that is. That's just like, it's like a vision board. <laughs> <Exactly>. You're just... <laughs> I don't care. I'm in, I'm into yeah, exactly. I know I know where the show's going. <laughs> I know. I'll be doing this show into like my hundreds. That'll oh. be fine. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs>
thank you so much. Yeah, of course. There you go. Uh, my chat with Lane Moore, Tinder Live, fifth anniversary with Janine Garofalo this Friday. And also, if you enjoyed it, you know, we have plenty of other interviews uh, in the, the Hobo Trash Can archives. Um, you know, some of the other recent ones, comedian Greg Barrent, you can find that. You can find Hinden Walsh, who was the voice of Starfire and Princess Bubblegum and also acted in Groundhog Day and Jerry Maguire. But yeah, just uh, just go poke around the archives or listen to the the regular weekly shows with me and Lars. Uh, you know, and also just as a reminder, we've got our Hobo Madness tournament coming up soon. So make sure to tune in to hear what we're doing this year. And we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up there. But to close out the show, uh, we're actually gonna play a song from Lane's band. It was romance. So please enjoy that. And uh, if you're in, if you're going to South by Southwest, make sure to check them out. And remember, question everything.
Yeah, so Lane Moore, uh, excited to talk to you. Twitter Live, uh, the fifth anniversary show is coming up this week. Twitter Live. I did say Twitter Live. It's eight in the morning. It's okay that so often. It's really funny. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start that over and pretend like that wasn't <laughs> the beginning. <laughs> Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. Hi, I'm John Bennett. And I'm Patrick Stork. And we are the hosts of Expert of Nothing. A live game show where we bring six contestants up to, to talk about a pre-selected topic. And also to flash a topic that they have no idea what it will be. A completely unscripted debate by experts making it up right on the spot. It's sort of like a bar argument meets TED Talks. More effects than a Texas textbook. It's like the Mabel Memorial March Madness every month. You can get our podcast every two weeks on the Peak Sloth Network. You can get our live shows every month at the wind-up space. Alternative facts, we got them. We invented them.